0: All right, guys, what's up?
1: Hey, guys, what's up? We
0: are back again. Happy Monday.
1: I know. Welcome back. Yes, um, and
0: actually, that this Sunday is Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to all the dads out there.
1: Yeah, man, June. May and June has been such a celebration-filled month. Yeah, There's and June's been- actually
0: very crazy for our family. Well. Yeah. Yes, for our family. <laughs> yeah.
1: So like my birthday was last week. Yeah. And then you know, we said we had Father's Day, then we had Xavier's graduation. Oh, and we yes. had Mother's yeah. Day. Like that's what I'm saying. We never got to really talk about this because life is just so crazy.
0: It's just bam, bam, bam. We're just moving <sighs> along with well, it though. Life
1: is just lightning sometimes. It, yeah, seriously. <laughs>
0: uh so man, I I'm actually excited for this episode. Yeah. Uh, but okay. before we get into the topic, you know, what I'm actually you didn't You said you had something today for uh, what you're grateful for, but she didn't want to tell me for some reason.
1: Yeah, because I feel like we talk about everything and I'm like, you know what, let's save this one for the podcast. So, yeah, we always like to start off our episodes with one thing we're grateful for or something that we feel like God has taught us. And I think for my portion today, it's a little bit of both. And I'm going to try to be as brief as possible. Um, But, man, how do I start? Okay, so we've already kind of went over um, this studio where this is located. Uh, Where we currently are, it is our podcast studio, and it is also um, part of my makeup studio. So, within the last two, three weeks, uh, the AC went out, and... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> the last podcast, we were doing it without AC. Oh my gosh, it was yes. Terrible. The
1: last podcast, I mean, if you really take a look. Actually,
0: no. The porn podcast was done all through without AC. That's why we had flies in the camera. Oh, yes. yeah. So
1: if you see the flies, <laughs> it's because we had a window open. Then we we're like, okay, we can't have windows open. And then the second time that we recorded, we were like, okay, we're going to have the, the windows closed. But now we're just going to sweat. And literally, Xavier had, like, an iced water bottle behind him, like, next to him to keep him cool. I'm looking at the post-edits like, my nose is getting sweaty. But anyways, that's besides the point. (laughs) AC was gone, okay? And that was not a cool thing. And, you know, I was really patient because, obviously there's so much that goes into the fixture of that. And Mm -hmm. um, I think God was really testing my patience (laughs) because I'm here like, this AC needs to be fixed. Um, And then the temperatures went really high up. And this specific week, I had so many makeup trials that were like a bunch of appointments that I had, right? It was supposed to be, the AC was supposed to be fixed last week. Come Monday, they were like, oh, it's still not gonna be fixed. So I'm here like, Yeah, okay. I remember
0: getting so annoyed by this thing.
1: <sighs> yeah, I was pissed off because I'm just like, man, it's been a month already. Yeah. And, you know, it was a little bit more bearable in May. But now June, it's like, it's getting really hot. Mm-hmm. Like today, we're 90 degrees. And so um, I had to cancel all of my Monday trials come tuesday still not fixed i had to cancel all my tuesdays wednesday as well and i'm just all like oh my god like why is this like why is this going on and i remember telling xavier before we went to bed i'm like babe can you pray for me and it was just because i was getting so anxious so angry all of that i'm here like babe you don't understand like okay it might seem like a simple ac thing right but I'm literally losing appointments. Yeah, I'm losing. It's starting to
0: affect the affect the business at this point. Yeah,
1: and I'm also losing money. You yeah. know, and I'm here like, you know, I'm losing money, and I'm also getting some people that you know get upset there because people obviously have to schedule around this, yeah. and it's just it's getting a lot. Um, but, but thankfully, I'm
0: sorry, but I also want to put in like everybody has the. Reason to be upset. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, you
1: know listen. Everyone's time is precious. You yeah. know, so I understand someone getting mad if I had to cancel. But I'm also like, we literally have no AC. Like, yeah. you are going to die in here. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's people coming from all over Jersey, and so it's it's a little difficult. Um, and then. Fast forward, uh, you know, obviously we're in here today, so it is fixed. And I'm like, thank you, God, for the fixture of RAC. Um, But I also learned within that time, um, because I I try to take different things in life. And I'm like, how, what was God trying to show me through this, right? So one thing for sure, um, I have been extremely exhausted. Xavier and I have both been, like, extremely exhausted. And Sunday, um, I had just finished, like, a full wedding weekend and all of that. And then just to think that, like, oh, my gosh, I have to keep working, but it's okay. I'm going to have rest eventually. And I feel like I had forceful rest. Like, God was all like, enough.
0: Like, you need to rest, girl. And I'm just all like, no,
1: but I need to go. Like, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, And throughout this, although it looked like it was something bad, there's actually so much good that came from it. So, one, I got my rest. Mm-hmm. Um, two, wait, where was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> There's, I, I felt like there was something else. But um, after everything was fixed, I actually get a text from the landlord saying, like, hey, we're so sorry for the inconvenience of the AC. It's been difficult getting parts and this, this, and that. But please deduct a fourth of your rent. You know, into your monthly that way. You know, as an inconvenience fee from us. That way, you know, you can somehow recover. Basically, (laughs) so I'm here like, oh my gosh, like that's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. And then I also realized that I got like wedding deposits and everything. So in my head, I'm here like, wow. So not only did I get discounted from my rent here for the studio, but I also in a sense gained it all back because technically what I lost from those appointments kind of makes up for it now. Plus these deposits. I got rest. I got AC and I'm just all like
0: Man, God is good.
1: Why am I complaining? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. and you know That's all awesome I, though. All I kept thinking was like all things work for good for those yeah. who love him. So I'm just all like, you know, Uh, it's in moments like this where I'm like, why do I get so frustrated and so angry at small things? Like, God literally has control of everything. For me, sometimes I feel like I live life through life, like, live on through life, and I'm just all like, I need to figure out how to work this. But God can handle every situation. He wants to be a part of those little things that you think aren't a big deal. They're a big deal to him.
0: Yeah, and that's an awesome surprise because (sighs) a lot of people don't do that. Like, landlords and stuff like that. I know. They don't do that, but so... For them to take full blame and full credit and and understand that you had to close down like that's psh, wow yeah that's cool.
1: so it was it was awesome of them. It's awesome that I was also able to get my rest and those girls rescheduled and oh they so, so many they, of they them, did get to reschedule. yeah okay and, and so many of them were already so understanding and yeah, I was literally sleeping like 10 hours every day after that. <laughs> Wow. so i got what i needed yeah that's awesome just god is good always yeah
0: 100 <laughs> um you know speaking about god is good we actually got the opportunity to uh and this is my portion of you know what i'm grateful for but uh we actually got the opportunity to speak at our church to oh yeah to our our youth in a sense uh mm-hmm. you know and it was it was funny because you know, I, I saw my... This is how you know, like, you're starting to accept the fact that you're getting old. I know. <laughs> because I was speaking to the youth group and, you know, I felt like not too long ago I was already in there. I know. But now I'm looking, at, I'm looking up as, like, uh, the the older wiser one
1: yeah because you would look at always i mean when you're young and you're in church and you look at the preachers they just always look so much older yeah and they might be like just five years or ten years older but they're older yeah
0: but you you put this mentality that it's like oh no they've lived through life
1: yeah and now we're the ones there yeah
0: yeah and there are just <laughs> so many young kids there young yeah. you know young youth and uh and but it was a blessing for all of them to come to come up after uh, uh come after the service and you know they 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 were grateful for it they were happy uh they were happy for the outcome and so basically what it was was we they uh, they were able to ask a bunch of anonymous questions and uh adrian and i including cassandra who was there with us on our our porn episode uh they we got the opportunity to answer those questions in front of the whole church for anyone that was asking yeah, you know, and there was a lot of questions there and a lot of questions that I wish we could have touched more on. It's yeah. just the timing, you know, because these things are usually 30 minutes and not normally like a podcast where it's an we hour can talk hour as 20. much as we want. Yeah. 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 But it was it was a true blessing to one, be able to speak to other people, you know, speak to a congregation in a sense um, and be a guest speaker in a church. Yeah, you know, it was it was a blessing
1: yeah and to talk about your experiences and also it kind of just shows us how we're like in such a different time you know i i wish that us growing up uh we would have had something like that where we can openly ask questions on things that we're dealing with so that's amazing yeah you know for them and so to the youth leaders of the church you guys are doing such an amazing job like seriously kudos to you guys and yeah. yeah, Just keep going on. <laughs> yeah, and our
0: youth is growing incredibly because of the leaders, the three leaders that we have there. And, yeah. you know, I've seen the difference. It's, I think it's...
1: there's a couple of leaders in there, but yeah, I think there's oh, like yes, three. Oh, yes, that's right,
0: that's right. But all I'm the youth, sure. but all the leaders. Everyone, there. literally, whoever's
1: <laughs> working hands-on They're doing to make it work, job. like you guys yes. are doing it. Yes. You know?
0: Um, But moving on, you know, uh, because we do have a lengthy podcast, and I believe this might be a two-part Uh, podcast as well. We're not going to wait till next Monday to upload the next one, but this one is so jam-packed with so many topics that we don't want to cut it short and we might need to make it in two parts. Um, But before we get... Any further with this, <laughs> let's talk about our mugshot of our day. Mugshot mug of the day. Mugshot.
1: I feel like you always forget. You're like, mugshot right. day, like <laughs> mug day, cup day, whatever.
0: <laughs> so, uh, show yours.
1: Okay, so mine says coffee and mascara for obvious reasons. Wait, um, we,
0: did we not show that one? Oh, no, it was the Instagram one. It was
1: the Instagram. I'm yeah. telling you, I love like glammy type cups. Because it's very just relatable. Obviously, I love anything that I can find, like, a mug with makeup-related things. Obviously, it speaks to me, and it's also for coffee, so it's cute. It's, like, a whole thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, coffee and mascara.
0: And then mine is kind of a funny one. Uh, <laughs> it's when Michael Scott turned his own paper company into a business.
1: Do you have any Office fans here? Like I, I hope so. <laughs> you know,
0: and then, and then their slogan, We guarantee you will be satisfied because... Your satisfaction is our guarantee. We guarantee it. (laughs)
1: Like, oh, okay, great.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw that cup, and I'm like, babe, I need to get you this. Like, (laughs) no, but honestly, um, The Office is just one of those shows that we put on for just playing in the background. I call it my TV food. TV, dinner, food, (laughs) like just... The safe show, you know? Yeah, it's, it's the
0: show where I'm eating and I'm not really caring if I'm not watching a certain episode and it's just playing in the background.
1: It's like Friends, you know? Yeah, Friends.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> friends, uh... I was, just, I was about to go
0: through the whole list of shows, but I'm not doing that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, this topic, man. So, I know that all of our episodes have been lining up and mind you, you know, when we sit here or when we just start deciding what topic we're gonna talk about, we don't have we just know we just have a schedule of of we just have a list of topics and then we just kinda like like move it around and stuff like that. But like, I feel like if we look at all our topics in a timeline order, it was bound to get to this topic. Yeah. This all those topics was like like the foundation to this very topic here.
1: Yeah. I mean I feel like you know, we try to organize our podcast episodes as much as we can, but we don't have like this huge elaborate plan on like how many seconds and what exact dates we kind of do, but not, not necessarily to that portion. We kind of just like, God, whatever it is that you want to speak through us, like do what you got to do. Yeah. You know,
0: and a quick apology because we are still, although we are like maybe nine or 10 episodes in, I forget which one we're on, but, um, (laughs) Uh, a quick apology, you know, if this is your first time here, welcome.
1: Oh my God, yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you're here for the first time, welcome to 716. Yes,
0: this is a podcast where we talk about controversial topics, we talk about relationship stuff, we talk about our lives. Uh, we have a list of topics that dive deep into many things that a lot of people are afraid to talk about, but we're we're open to it. We're yeah. open to it.
1: Well, that's that's the biggest thing. We try to be an open book. We try to be as transparent as possible. I think there is something beautiful in sharing your testimonies and sharing your battles and sharing things that people might be scared to share. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of where we are. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so
0: uh, if if you know, if you're new here, uh, you know, if you if you like it and if you want to see more subscribe to our channel, uh, if you're returning, thank you for coming back. You know, yeah, we always appreciate you and we appreciate yeah. all the feedback that you guys give us on a daily,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. uh. So uh, moving on, Ooh. this topic is <laughs> like-, uh, like I said, you know, it, I think I think it might, you know, and, 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 and when I say this, I mean this in a loving way, but it might step on some toes, you know.
1: I mean, I think that anything that's a serious topic or anything that, you know, we're people have different opinions like you know it will step on some toes yeah
0: and i know that you guys saw the thumbnail and saw the title and it says church failed me you know and that's exactly it because we have our experiences we have our experiences where we felt like the church failed us Mm -hmm. but how give us Give us a chance to elaborate further on.
1: Yes, that. don't just like be like, "Ooh, church failed them." I gotta see what this is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, and then and then this will, you know, this this called this could also affect your flesh in a sense where you might get pissed off or whatever. Uh, just know that we're not. Our intention isn't to piss anybody off. We're just pointing things out that we feel need to be spoken about or taken care of in experiences that we've had, not in our church, but in churches in general.
1: Yeah, just, you know, we, Xavier and I, we have were basically born and raised in church. Yep. Um, we've gone through different churches ourselves. We've visited different churches. We've spoken to so many people. And it's just, you know, there are certain things that sometimes do concern us. And some things that, you know, we hope that you guys can take into consideration um, that, you you know, let me, let me not, let me not go too much into no, it without can. it. You No, know? it's
0: fine. It's fine. You can, you can go for it. Um,
1: uh, I, I'd rather, I'd rather keep it. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay.
1: Because um, then I'm going to go off on a tangent.
0: <laughs> we're, we're also going to try to keep ourselves composed because we can get very passionate about the topic as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but our first key point here is leaders need to stop acting like untouchables. Oof. And I know that that automatically is like a ooh
1: yeah. but
0: listen all right because we have a lot of situations where someone takes the mantle they 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 themselves put them on the pedestal and nobody can tell them nothing yeah you know but the bible doesn't say that god doesn't god tells us that we need to counsel ourselves with the wise the wise counsels the wise we can continue growing and continue gaining knowledge as we move along in life. It doesn't matter what your experience is. You can't just continue going on and saying, I know, I know, I know, and not allowing new wisdom to come in. Uh, But also untouchables can be nobody can tell you nothing.
1: Yeah, like you're not wrong or you're not this. You're never in the
0: wrong. Yeah. You know, if you make a mistake, you can't really hold up to that. Instead, you either – blame something or someone instead of- Could it be you? you? Who, it could, could have it, been you. Could it be you, yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that kind of also goes into not just like a church leader. Um, I feel like just leadership in general. Um, and I know I had this conversation, maybe a, especially a lot earlier on. Now that we're talking about this, I feel like I have to revisit this conversation. But for example, with my business, I have a team of girls who work with me and I have had conversations where it's like, hey, is there anything I'm doing wrong? Is there anything that I can fix? Because sometimes we get, nobody thinks that they're wrong, right? That's yeah. just how it is. We yeah. always, every human being, when they start to kind of look at themselves, most of the time they We will, get into a defense mode. Yeah, because we think that we're right, you know? And we're just seeing it in one ways, but there's so many different perspectives. Yeah,
0: it's like our marriage. I'm usually the one that's right.
1: Excuse me? <laughs> <you? laughs> Let me tell you, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, but that's kind of how it is, especially like in marriage. You know, like when you're in an argument and stuff, it's so easy to be like, "I'm the right one." Yeah, you know, and it's, us-
0: and it's easier to just cast the blame.
1: Exactly. So I think, um, I think as church leaders, as um, I don't, I don't know, just different positions in the church, it's so important to keep an open mind to. Um, just to accountability, you mm-hmm. know, to, hey, maybe am I doing something in the wrong? Is there something that I can change? Because I have definitely seen different situations in different churches where this has been a problem. And then, you know, unfortunately, word goes around and people start to, like, you know, gossip around, like, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's just. That's another thing that yeah that's a whole nother thing anyway but i know (laughs) i know i know (laughs) but you know i think accountability is a thing that um a good leadership good leadership will do you know for their actions yeah
0: i mean nobody is perfect everybody will come across a flaw everybody will come across a moment where it's like it was too hard to decide or the pressure was on and you just made the mistake but own up to it if you're wrong yeah. You know, don't don't just cast the blame instead.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? And so another another issue that comes up with uh leadership is you know, a lot of times we try to fill up the space mm-hmm. and and we'll fill up the space with talent, but we don't look for the anointing yeah before the talent. Mm. Because not everybody has the same intention when they take on a leadership role.
1: Yeah. No, and the thing too, what happens is that when we select someone in a higher position in church um, and they don't have that anointing, you really, um, there's a word I'm looking for, but you really, uh, uh, you jeopardize, you know, what goes on, you know, the the anointing that will go on in front of the church and what will go on towards the congregation. Like, you know, there's just, it's like there's a block in the way. Yeah. You know, and one thing that we've been talking a lot within our worship team is like, man, it's so important, you know, to maintain that lifestyle, that pure connection with God when you're at home, not just at church to look the part. Because it will it will translate out in front, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. You know, like someone can sing amazing. They could, you know, do all the riffs and the vibrato and all of that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I know. know nothing. <laughs> He's not like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can do all of that good stuff. But if you don't have the anointing, if that is not where God has you placed at that time, it's going to be a performance.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what it will be.
1: It's going to look like a performance. Yeah. And as worship leaders, as leaders in church as a preacher evangelist like everything that we do it is not a performance you know it is something that we are doing we are literally being vessels for god and if our intentions are not in the right place um then there's a serious problem
0: yeah i mean we have to we have to be careful you know um same in the same way we wouldn't try to invite somebody in here without knowing what their background was. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to just invite anybody to the show and then turns out they say something that's very contradicting to what we believe in. Yeah. And then I screw up as a leader or as the owner, you know, us as the owners of this this podcast. Yeah. You know, it's, it's important to know who we're putting in front of our congregation.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, when you're talking about in this sense with 716 – you know, although we're not preaching, I guess, in that sense, because, you know, I, I feel like when you are speaking the word of God, you are preaching. Yeah. We're not necessarily preaching. In this the isn't tradi- a church service. It's not a traditional sense. You yeah. know, we are. It is definitely more of the sit down style and just you know, normal conversation, Mm -hmm. but there is a huge possibility that someone out there will be receiving the word or a word that God has for them. Yeah. You know, and if we're not careful on who our guest speakers are or who comes and speak and, and doesn't have the knowledge, you know, you can kind of cut that blessing that could be going out to someone else, Yeah, you know, and I just, it's just so important, you know, I think to be so wise when selecting, um, you know, different leaderships in church.
0: Yeah. We can't just be quick to fill the room. Yeah. You know? We want to fill the room with the Holy Spirit, not with people. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day it's for God's glory, not ours. Yeah. I've I've had that a personal experience where a church leader was appointed and wasn't exactly sound. Yeah. You know, and it and it's and it's it, it, it affects the church. It yeah. affects the church.
1: I think it's almost like evident. When God has a calling for you, when you are talented at something, but sometimes it's not yet.
0: Yeah. And let's just put this as a, a quick example, right? Let's say I want to join the worship team, although no, I can't sing, you know, but let's <laughs> say I want to join the worship team and, and I have a past or I have a continuous pattern of sin. Let's just say, right. Um, But I ask and they give me a no. There's nothing wrong with that. You get me if 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 a leader tells me, hey, you know, I, I, I feel like we need to work with you a little bit more because based on certain things that have come up, you know, I don't think that it would be right. And it's 100 percent okay to receive that. No. And it's also okay for the leader to say no. Yeah. You know, don't be afraid to say no to your potential leader that you're trying to appoint that not yet could be saving your church and that leader, that potential leader.
1: That poten- Yeah, that person that's coming up. There's like this, um, there's this song in Maverick City where Chandler Moore singing. And I can't remember what exact song, but he goes, though the world may try to call me prematurely, you know? And that word prematurely, it's like, when I think of that, I'm like, wow, because we try to, you know, push to what we can really become. But a lot of times we're babies still.
0: What song is that? I, I don't know. It, it's when it is. he
1: starts talking. He, you know how he starts talking oh, in the middle? I see. I see. Yeah. It was I definitely like, got to hear that though. Then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So I'm just all like, yeah, it's true. You know, the world does try to call us prematurely, but at the end of the day, you know, waiting on God is yeah. the best part. I actually think it's that song. The, I'm going to wait on you. Oh, okay. I think it's that song.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, Hey, you know, hey, it is a, there are moments where and we have to know it for ourselves we have to use that discernment uh, us ourselves who are trying to be leaders and leaders who are trying to appoint leaders you know we yeah. have to use that discernment i blocked myself from ever doing anything because i knew i had an addiction to pornography yeah you know i used my own discernment and said to myself how can i help someone to quit something or to st- advise them to stop sinning yet i am doing something on a daily like all right we get we get that people mess up on a daily by mistake but i am intentionally you're in a
1: habitual sin
0: i'm in a habitual sin where i'm intentionally going on my own in private in our marriage you know or in our relationship i want to say because it was a long period of time and doing what i'm doing yeah you know it's wrong and i can't i can't willingly know like i can't do it in myself to stand up in front of a group of people and say, "Hey, you know, God wants so, you to do this. God wants you to do that." Yeah. And preach the word to some people. I want to say it's very obvious when you're not called to do what you're supposed to, what you're doing currently, or when you're doing something and it just doesn't move. Like, it's like something. It's so it's hard like to a explain. It's, it's just so roadblock. hard to explain. Yeah. No, you I, know? I understand. But it, but there have been plenty of times where it's like it's like man, you know.
1: Well, you know why? Because one, one obviously, this wasn't something that you were, like, saying, like, hey, listen, guys, I have, like, wa- waving a big flag, like, no, I have this problem. That's true. It was yeah. obviously something that was kept in. I was
0: shameful about it.
1: But you looked the part. Oh, yes. And so many people look the part. True. You know, but that doesn't mean that they're ready. Yeah. You know, and that just going back to the whole point of, like, just... For churches, like, it's so important to make sure that you are really listening to what God wants for your church. Mm-hmm. You know, what? who are the selected leaders that God has chosen for your church? Because so many people may look the part. So many people may have the talent. But that doesn't mean they're ready, nor does that mean that that is their calling.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking on the topic of discernment, you know, we also have to discern the times that we're living in. We Have to see the signs of the times that we're living in. We're failing as leaders to prepare our young ones,
1: our future generation. Yes, yeah, because those kids are the ones that are gonna take over the churches. Yes, you know, and,
0: and a lot of times I, you know, I can understand it. The topic might be too taboo to talk about, yeah. and you're you might be concerned with the parents and whether they accept that kind of topic or not. But that's something that needs to be handled within your church. But I do believe that taboo topics need to be spoken about a lot more. Yeah. I still wish till this day, I had more people willing to be open about, you know, pornography and sex before marriage and, you know, and and and, and just sin in general. Yeah, You know, I, I mentioned those two things because that's what I struggled with the most, the idea of those two things.
1: But no, it's just, yeah, like you talking about this just gives me like a million thoughts in my head. And honestly, this is one of the reasons why we created 716 together because there has just been little opportunity to be transparent, to be real. Yeah. You know, and that's just what it is. It's like, I don't know if sometimes we're just blinded with this idea that Christians don't go through these struggles or we don't want to accept the fact that we do. Or it's more of like, well, that shouldn't happen, so we're not going to talk about it. Yeah,
0: that's not, we're not living in reality. That's a denial.
1: Exactly. But the reality is there is, you know, and (laughs) no one knows. The
0: reality is, is that kids by the age of five are thinking and doing sexual acts.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and (laughs) imagine, like, I feel like if if I look back at my life, I probably didn't know about sex until maybe, like, 10, 11 years old. And even with that, that's pretty young. Mm-hmm. But this was now like, oh my gosh, I'm like really aging myself, but I'm like 10 years old. It was almost like 20 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> You know, for me,
0: by the age of nine, I was already, I knew what certain things were. Exactly. You know, and I don't want to get into detail, but I did know certain positions, certain acts.
1: Yeah. And,
0: Certain way to do those acts. And this I do you, know about that stuff.
1: And this was you 20 years ago. Yeah. And imagine how much the world is exposing children now and just people in general and the over sexualized yeah. content and everything. Yeah.
0: And by middle school, forget about For it. For
1: mid- By middle school, you've already like lost your virginity. You know, yeah. like there's just the world is going too fast and we don't want to blend in. But we definitely need to take a stand on these topics. Mm you know because if you're not shaping if you're not um informing your congregation of about these things the world culture is going to shape them
0: yeah and i want to only quickly clarify something the church is everybody in it oh yeah you know leaders and members yeah so
1: and parents you know yes, because leaders, we are well, the, the church every the parents
0: the members right yeah. but everybody needs to take a part of this we need to wake up and stop denying ourselves the fact that our children are being fed this. Yeah. We do want to reject that idea like, no, my little girl wouldn't be doing that. Or no, my little girl wouldn't be learning that. Or no, my little boy doesn't doesn't think about these things. No. Don't quickly assume that. We need to you start assuming know. that that might be a possibility.
1: Yeah. And
0: we need to address it.
1: Yeah. You need to address them and now you need to show them how to armor themselves yes. and get ready for when they do go to schools, when they do have to face out these battles, you know?
0: Yeah. And, and so what, what I, where I was going with that is leaders, you know, take the opportunity to introduce this topic to the older community, yeah. to the parents, to the youth, you know, yeah. teenagers and, and older. Yeah. Right. But obviously, you know, for the young ones, you can't just start talking about sex to the young ones without parent consent. Oh yeah. But let's open this idea of talking to the parents of the young ones. Or if you don't want to introduce that topic to them, then convince the the parents to start doing it. Our world is consuming them. The world is getting, making them fall in love with the world before we can make them fall in love with Jesus.
1: I mean, and the thing is that realistically when you're young, if you're constantly fed the word, sometimes like they don't, it, it, it happens when they come of age, right? Because mm-hmm. at least that's what happened to me. I was born and raised in church, didn't really care, but so many things stayed in my mind that when I got older, I did remember, and that is biblical, you yeah. know? Instruct your child in the ways, that way when they get older, they do not forget, Yeah, you know? And I wholeheartedly believe that yeah. because there were so many times in my life where I wanted to go astray and like, forget this. I can't wait till I'm 18 and leave church, you know, but there was just no way.
0: Yeah. And all of these things, when we ignore these things, they start creating unhealthy habits. Yeah. You know, not only in the congregation, I'm kind of focusing here. We're kind of focusing here more on the leadership role. Yeah. But the unhealthy habits start from somewhere, right? If our leaders today could focus on eliminating unhealthy habits, we can break the chain and our new leaders that are coming up, our new generation of leaders that are coming up, won't have to worry about that or won't have to deal with it. Yeah,
1: because it already, we be need to start addressing
0: it. Yes. It needs yeah. to be, it needs to be established already. Yeah. You know, this church ain't playing the games. Yeah. I can't become a leader here and have all these habitual sins. Yeah. I can't become a leader here and think I'm a hot shot.
1: Yeah. No, you know? it's true. And that's why, that's why I commend our church so much for the panel that, you know, we were able to speak about Because, you know, with all the questions that we got, there were all anonymous questions that were coming from the youth. And I'm just all like, wow, like there are so many real questions in here. Not none of this like, oh, like, what do I do if I don't want to read my Bible? Like, no. So what happens if I was abused? What happens if this? What You know, they are real life questions, you know, and I think it's it's a great example that our churches today need to take yeah you know take control of them yeah take control not of them take control of that situation you know be the word be the be those people that when your church when the members are having confusion or questions they know who to go to because i know growing up for me it wasn't like that it was very like you can't really ask those questions in church Mm -hmm. or like like no, no 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 don't say that you know so it's it's a beautiful thing to be able to see a new era coming up but my hope is that other people can also take this example right to be open to your youth
0: but unhealthy habits can also mean you know things that are going on in the church that we're doing as a congregation and our leaders are too afraid to speak up about
1: oh is that what you meant by like establishing new habits what do you mean? because uh, you had said before, like that way, when the new leaders come, they've already have these certain things established. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I was still talking about like the. No, old... no, no, it, no. It's fine. Okay, okay, I mean, okay. it's still
0: that's still considered that still w- follows up with unhealthy habits. I mean, those are the things that we have to address, so that way we don't get to the unhealthy habits, right? But you know, we got we have church cliques, and we have leaders that are in the wrong, and we have you know the this this pro- issue where we can't discipline our leaders. Yeah. You know, leaders this this also connects with the leaders that are untouchable, right? We have leaders that get disciplined or and, and they want to walk out, right? But then uh, we have also leaders that are afraid to discipline because they might walk out. Yeah. You know, but the church, the Bible, God calls us to discipline.
1: It's like when we think about um parenthood, you know, I'm not a mom yet, but I know for sure I have been disciplined by my mother and one day I will have to do it to my kids. Not to say that we are parents to leaders or leader or vice versa to the congregation. Um, but there is correction that way, you know, the child doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. And it's just what God calls us to do.
0: Yeah. We can't and in 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 the church sense, we can't be afraid for someone to hate us because we call on to discipline. You yeah. know, it's discipline is something that is an act of love it's something out of active care yeah you know it's a reality that we need to accept and uh take hold of yeah you know sure. leaders di- giving the discipline and leaders receiving the discipline yeah because no one's perfect everybody needs to receive that uh, hey you know you're in the wrong you know if you keep doing that we might have to take away this position yeah. Or temporarily take away this position.
1: It, it happens. Yeah.
0: You know, and another topic that we want to talk about um, as far as leaders go, because I know that I know that we've been on the leaders here and we will get to the congregation. But the last topic that I want to bring up is leaders and their motives. Yeah. You know, because we have a lot of issues where, in, in general, churches have a lot of issues where leaders will get up on the stage or, you know, take a, take a role and do it for their own glory and not God's. Mm-hmm. They put their own interest before God. Yeah. You know, and that's that's not the way it should be. Like they're superstars. Yeah. yeah. For example, for us two, the first thing you need to know about us, we have our YouTube channel. We have what is considered a ministry, right? Yeah. But what we're establishing here isn't for our own glory. What we're establishing here is to uncover certain topics, is to uncover certain ideas that we feel is necessary to speak to. It's to preach to the people that are not willing to go to church. Yeah. You know, It's to the people that, that are looking for other answers outside of church. Yeah. You know, Outside of our or fresh new perspectives. We are the vessel that God wants us to be. Yeah. Okay, I didn't just wake up one morning and said, you know what, let me try to get YouTube famous. No, I could care less if this takes off or if, you know, if this becomes YouTube famous. I could care less if I get 300 views or 1,000 views or 20,000 views. I could care less if my subscriber count is 5, 100, or 1,000. I don't care if I don't make the monetary, uh, uh, uh The monetary establishment in youtube i don't care if i'm not paid here
1: yeah because that's not that's not your purpose yes that's not your that's not your focus right either
0: you know and one of the things that we always said was i don't care if this video only speaks to one person
1: oh yeah we've said that countless times you know
0: after we stopped this recording it's like well if it speaks to one person then I'm happy.
1: Yeah, that's all it needs. You know, know, that's all we need. mm -hmm, Because at the end of the day, when you start shifting your focus on yourself, you will naturally gain disappointment. And with disappointment, then comes the want uh, and the, yeah, just that desire to stop because it's not working out. But it's not that it's not working out. It's that it's not reaching your goals. Yeah. One thing that Xavier and I do are our Bible studies. And, you know, we started off with a small group. And it started kind of growing a little bit. And there's been different dates, like different times where we have hosted this Bible study. And sometimes there'll be a lot of people. Other times it won't be as many. But at the end of the day, even if there's one other person or even if it's just me and you, we're still going to continue this Bible study because at the end of the day, we're not looking for numbers. And I think it's so important to make sure we refocus ourselves within a church you know, to not look at like, oh, how many attendees, how many of this, how many of that. No, how many people are going into your church and being transformed? Yeah. You know?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, go for it, girl.
1: <laughs> it's just the numbers really aren't a thing. No, that's irritating. You know? It's
0: irritating. I have seen. I,
1: I just have seen it. And
0: <laughs> I've seen things that have made me want to walk out of churches. Yeah. I've seen things where guest speakers will. Put on a performance, yeah. and you know we'll make people stand up, and we'll set up a camera in the way so that way the 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 glory of God is shown in this camera, and we can upload it on the internet to see. Hey, you know God is using me for you know God's glory. But yeah, look look at all these people putting their hands up. Yeah, you know yeah. It, it's not about the show, no, all right? It's because a- it's gonna like people that are paying attention, people that have discernment. You know, and oh
1: yeah, they're gonna notice.
0: I I want to say, you know, God uses me in that area. I do believe that He uses me with the area of discernment.
1: Oh, a hundred percent.
0: And I can pick it up. Yeah. And I know that I'm not alone. Yeah. It's irritating. It's irritating that, and if you're seeing this, and if you're one of those people, it is irritating to see as a member of a congregation to see when a guest speaker comes. And puts on a show Philippians chapter two verses three and four do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain consent rather in humility value others above yourself verse four not looking to your own interests but each of you to the interest of the other or others and and my brother actually to just to bring this up my brother actually sent me a funny enough he sent me a video today of one of those type that type of leaders oh no way you know um those type of services where the ambience and the emotions are all played with i mean you can play the psychology role in a lot of people and we can we can create this uh artificial ambience yeah. you know it's easy to do that if you play with the people's mind right and so this, this this leader is praying for people, and they're laying hands. This is a video that you're this watching? This is a video that I'm watching. This leader is praying for people, and he's laying hands, right? He's praying for the people. But when he's laying hands, he's pushing their forehead back. <laughs> he's He's, like, knocking them over. And this lady saw him coming to do the same thing, and instead she locked her knees, put herself in a position where she can't be thrown back. And you know what he said? He's like... Why you come up here locking your knees? Why you come up here to, to 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 receive prayer and automatically assume that you can't fall to the ground? Why don't you let God of glory shine in you? Why don't you let me do what I have to do? Yeah. And he says this, you know, and then he repeats it. Why do you even come up here for? So was that leader mad because she didn't tip over?
1: Yeah, you know what's crazy though? I have definitely had that experience before. Like I said, born and raised in church, went to many different services, different churches, been a visitor, all of that. I have had people before pray for me where they're pushing me. Yeah. And let me tell you, um, the the whole falling thing, it it is a thing. You know, I have had one time in my life where I fell knocked out and I was there for like, I don't even know how long, like God's glory was just like, poof. Yeah. You know, so I do believe that you can. Yeah. But I also have seen the forceful where it's all like you gonna fall because I tell you. Yeah. to, You know, I've had
0: I've had that that same exact thing. But I did what that lady did. Locked my <laughs> lock. I put my legs in a. Put and that's the in thing. A hand, I've had it like, several times. What is it? The baseball stance, <laughs> like you know, the the, the boxing stance, that's right? So and and this person pushed my forehead back, but saw that I didn't fall back because you know the ushers are there to like, catch you and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this person then pushed me with a, a a stronger blunt of force you know and then had the audacity to say fuera demonios which translates second,
1: with, uh I rebuke uh, you demon basically. I rebuke you
0: demon yeah
1: wow
0: you know and these are the things that we ha- that I'm talking about like we need to stop this nonsense it's
1: not a show
0: it's not a show because it what ends up showing is the hypocrisy behind these prayers behind these services yeah. behind these leaders so called leaders and it makes people it difficult people are getting pissed off it people are getting it, pissed off with that
1: it makes it difficult for newcomers too because then they're like so what do i what do i how do i know what's true and what's not yeah you know and listen when i the time where i did fall where hands were laid on me there was no pushing yeah it was barely even a touch yeah and I didn't even know they were praying for me. Like, cause I was in the middle of praying, eyes closed. I'm like, God, you do your thing. I didn't even know that was going on and poof. Yeah. And I just remember opening my eyes like, what the heck yeah. just happened? I don't know. This is just like an honest question. Like, I wonder if there's people out there that fall out of the need that like, am I supposed to fall? Like, you know?
0: I hope that's not the case. I know. I hope I that know. that they don't go up there dropping down because that's what everybody's doing. Yeah, because, because that, that's that seems the point. like like or no, there's also this now that I'm, it's come to me right now. It's, it's also this situation where it's like, well, I don't want people to think that God's not using me or not mm. working in me. So I'm just going to fall gonna over. Yeah. I'm just going to play the part. These uh, these things have to change. They have to change. Yeah. You know, and this this idea of motives, we also have to change. The way that we're doing things we have to stop replicating callings Mm. we have to stop acting like we're maverick city when we have a maverick city
1: (laughs) go ahead it's so true though
0: i'm serious like it's like stop trying to be somebody that you weren't called to be yeah we have a maverick city we have a steven furtick
1: yeah like and and, you know this is nothing against them if anything i love them you know like and i you know, they are doing such amazing thing with their ministry. But God has a calling for each and every individual person. Yeah. And we are not supposed to be imitators of men. Yeah. You know? Yes, could we take inspiration? Of course. You know, but if we're doing it because that's the cool thing to do right now, check yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, check your motives.
1: Check your motives. Are you just trying to fit into this whole different culture going around? Yeah, because you're trying
0: to be recognized.
1: Because you're trying to fit into like the church culture. Like, no, God has an individual calling for each and every person. Every church has their own thing. You know, sure, there could be similarities like we said. You know, there can be inspirational things that we take and we're like, wow, that's awesome. Let me put a touch of my own thing and let God, you know, give me his creativity to make it into something different, you know. But to say that I want to be exactly like this and I'm going to just, ah.
0: Yeah. What we're going to end up having is a flood of people getting filtered out because, listen, you're just blending in rather than standing out like God called you to be.
1: Yeah, and... You know, this is just this is even in the same sense, and I'm gonna kinda go outside of church base, you know, as artists, as makeup artists, it's kind of the same thing. Everyone has their own talent, but if everyone's out there copying each other, you look like a fake. Yeah. You're not original. Yeah. You know, and we are each given a gift of our own. We you have your own vision, you know, like we we can put a picture side by side, right? Me and you. And just say, hey, draw this out. And I'm going to draw something differently. And you will too. And they will both be beautiful. They'll both be translated in that same way. Um, but they're going to be different.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like because you're talking about makeup artists. And I remember, you know, thinking all these makeup YouTubers and stuff like that. Um, but right now what we have is the TikTok, pro- the TikTok preachers. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, and it's there's nothing wrong. Like, okay, I don't want to get this. I don't want to also give these, this idea where it's like, but wait, but so you're saying, like, I can't be used through TikTok or I can't be used when, you know, like, no. Yeah, I'm not saying using somebody's idea is wrong. What I'm saying is make sure you're not using someone's idea.
1: Because it's working for them. Because it's working and- for them
0: or, or because you want to be noticed like they were noticed.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: You know, just make sure that your intentions are for God's glory.
1: And not your own. And not your own. Yeah. You
0: know, like, I get this idea of casting the net on the other side. You know, but just make sure that you're doing it because you want God's glory to shine. Yeah. Not because TikTok is blowing up right now. So let me get on there and I might start getting paid. (laughs) You know, real talk, real talk. (laughs) Come on. You know, like Maverick City, Maverick City is beautiful.
1: Oh yeah, Maverick
0: City is beautiful. When I when they first came out, all, like the dim lights and you know, like seeing everybody gathered together in unity, it's like it a was, chorus, it was beautiful. And it, it still was beautiful. is beautiful. You know, and and man, black people know how to sing. You know,
1: <laughs> we actually went to a Maverick City concert and it was so good. Yeah, and
0: and it's and it's it was beautiful. You know, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with you know c- trying to create the same vibe. But again. What are your intentions? Yeah. Are your intentions to get noticed by people? Are your intentions to get paid on TikTok or paid on YouTube? You know, it's going to show. Yeah. It's going to show.
1: Yeah. And I think it's like, it's fine to have a job on social media, right? But when it comes to God's ministry and God's work, check what your motives are. You know? Because everybody naturally does want to get paid. You know? They're like, if I'm doing this work, okay. Okay. Fine. Yes, God can bless you in that way. Yeah. But do not let that be your primary yes. reason.
0: Don't let that be because the idol. Because let
1: me tell you where God's favor comes in, they're, they're, you know, like God will make a way for you. Yeah. You know, you might not even be able to speak and you might want to do something for God and God will bless and open those doors for you. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Like, like us, for example. Well, there's a lot of plans that we want to do, there's a lot of big production stuff that we want to do. Yeah. How we're going to pay for it, I don't know. Yeah, we're going to let God do his thing. Yep, You know, and if getting paid through YouTube is this thing, then getting paid through YouTube is this thing. Yeah. But I'm not out here with that intention.
1: Yeah. Right now we are literally like, God, use our mouths, give us the message that you need. And if this is what you want for us, this is what you want yeah. for us. If this is our temporary thing, this is our temporary thing. Yeah. But we're going to do what we feel is our calling right now.
0: Um, and a verse that might that you know and a verse that came up in my head is actually a verse that uh, uh Pastor Jr brought up on a Sunday service and it was John 157 you know um, I have it here it says if you if you remain in me and my word remains in you ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you yeah and the way I see it is if I remain in God if my actions remain with God in front of me and his word remains in me so everything that I do, is for God's glory. Ask whatever I wish, and it will be done for me. Yeah. So I know that all these things that I want to do for God's glory, you know, because it's for His, for that intent, I know that He will make a way. Yeah. I know that He will provide, whether it's through a promotion or whether it's through, you know, uh, a, a blessing that you receive through your business or whatever it is, whatever the case may be. Yeah. I'm not worried about that though. That's not what my my priority is
1: yeah i mean think about it like when we first started doing this podcast we did it in a small bedroom
0: oh yeah we and did you guys it in the i don't know if office. you saw
1: i don't know if you saw the video but like our studio tour our little studio tour where before this place it was in our house and our intentions were like let's look like the best everything yeah it was just all like you know what let's be obedient we feel truly that there is a word in our hearts that we want to you know put out there. And God will provide the rest. Yeah. And just within a couple of episodes, this studio came about. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of things were given to us or just like... It... Uh,
0: well, God God blessed us, you know. So some things we bought, right? But that sign, I know right off the bat, could cost $700. That's, and
1: that's a minimum. That like... sign
0: cost me 50 bucks. You know <laughs> why? Because God gave me the skills to make that.
1: Yeah, the creativity and just... Yeah,
0: it's God will provide God will bless you.
1: So one way or another, he really will. And, you know, I think about it, even for example, um, and I'm not going to say any names, but we do have a guest speaker coming out. Yeah. And what is the first thing we said? We were like, God, you know, we have ideas and topics that we want to talk about. Um, but Lord, open the way for us. And someone just came at us and asked us like, hey, listen, if you guys ever need like, please let me know. I would love to help. Yeah, you know? we can't wait to have him. And, yeah, and he will be here next week, just a little <laughs> teaser. So stay tuned. Yeah. Um, And then we had someone else as well, you know, and it's just a beautiful thing. Oh, yes, yes, and see. we can't wait to have them as well. Yes, you and know? it's a beautiful thing to see a community come together, yeah. you know, but it's literally, you know, God opening doors for us. So you know? just – our motivations and our intent as Christians, whether you're in a leadership position or whether you're a church member doing something for God, don't do it to satisfy man. Do it because you are doing it for God.
0: Yeah. And another thing that I want to bring up, and before we move on to the next couple of topics that we have for the congregation, but um, there was uh, la profeta, the prophet. Uh, mm. um, and by the way, people call her the prophet, a prophet.
1: Oh, joanny uh, joanny you know this girl she, is says, on fire. she says she
0: said she said something i might be paraphrasing it not word for word but um she said um anointing will always outshine the talent i think it was that's what she said oh
1: yes it was um no god's favor is above um talent like you can have talent but talent doesn't take you where favor takes you that's right you know you know
0: and you get to god's favor by doing his will church members will automatically get upset by a leader oh i didn't like the way he said that so I, you know what i don't even like him
1: <laughs> that's a big
0: one the pastor didn't suddenly become pastor and then uh, suddenly become the son of god yeah. they're flesh yeah they are flesh just like you are
1: it, it's just there's always comments about people the way they dress the way they this the way they spoke or how late they came to church and yeah you know it's like when we go into church focus on you Focus on you, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, what is it? Salvation is, is individual.